0: Read junk. Read junk. Read junk. Podcast. Read junk podcast. With your host, my guy.
1: Hey everyone, it's the first podcast of 2020. It's been an interesting few months for me to say the least. Uh, I've been in the hospital, got at the holidays. I saw the addicts for the first time last week. I have a review and photos of the show on readjunk.com if you want to check that out. But uh, in a nutshell, they were awesome. So much fun. Great band to take pictures of. The first episode of the year is our Read Junk Oscar preview with co-creator of Reed uh, and Read Junk, Adam Kuzer. Usually Adam and I write up our snap judgments of the movies and give snarky remarks in an article. I figured I would have Adam on the podcast for the first time and we will just talk about instead of writing it up. So yeah, so we talk about the Oscar nominations and just shoot the shit a little bit. Of course, Adam brings up Rush a few times and pays tribute to Neil. This episode is kind of long, but congrats if you make it to the end. Uh, it's, It's a fun episode though, if you like two people just talking about movies. Before we get started, make sure to tell everyone about the podcast and subscribe and download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you just get it podcast episodes you can also just listen to the episodes on rejunk.com as well so let's go here's Adam Kuzer and I talking the Oscars Hey, I'm here with my buddy Adam, who you might know from Rejunk, Read mag, longtime friend, but first time guest on the Rejunk podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Oscars and I'm sure rush <laughs> of course I'll, I'll, I'll allow th- three mentions of rush I'll, I'll have a little timer for every time you mention Rush. <laughs>
0: be careful not to rush into it
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any. I don't know any references to Doobrush.
0: <laughs> you will by the end of this conversation yeah. about the Oscars, right? We're talking about uh, movies that we either saw or didn't see, but have an opinion on.
1: Well, for the last several years, we've been doing, we've been doing a list and kind of doing like snap judgments of what we used to do back in the read days, and we just kind of give our little snarky, sh- you know, wise ass remarks of just kind of based on the titles, but we can do some of that. We can just go into more in depth of our th- feelings on just the Oscars. Cause the Oscars is happening in like two weeks or so. Um, so I figured this would be a good time to talk about that and give me back. The just, timing is
0: great. Yeah, great sure. Timing. It's good we didn't do this in the middle of the year because some of these movies would not have been out
2: yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've seen most of them, some of them, not all of them. But I definitely, I definitely have a favorite of what I like uh, to see win. Um, But so you're admitting what
0: to being biased is what I'm hearing you. You're really bringing your full self into
2: this.
1: I I, this is the first time in like a couple years though that I feel like I'm really. It's like a sports team. I'm really rooting for this movie to win, and that's 1917.
0: Oh, right, right. Uh, I like, you know, I, I like 1917. What I like about it is that the name of the movie is a year, not unlike 2112, oh. seminal album and song by Canadian power rock trio Rush. Ding!
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. That's one. <laughs> so have you seen 1917? I have. Yeah. So what, you, what do you, what are your feelings on it? Because I thought it was just, I was blown away by it.
2: Okay. Blown
0: away. Is, is that a pun? No, because it's not like, are, uh-huh. it's,
1: no, it's not like a guy okay, I was completely running during the entire movie. Or no, I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. You know, okay. So, well, actually, why don't you start? Tell me what you liked about it.
1: I just, the way it's, it's, I love Sam Mendes movies, uh, Roger Deakins, and then Thomas Newman, the score was really powerful. Um, I like war movies. Um, This was, it's a very simple story of getting from point A to B, very limited characters. And then just the way it was shot, I mean... If anything, if 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 it doesn't deserve best picture, it definitely needs uh, Sam Mendes for director and then Roger Deakins for uh, cinematography because the way they shot it was it felt like the first it felt like the first hour was one take, but it was really several takes, but it was like eight eight minute long takes that they just kind of spliced flawlessly together.
0: Well, you know what award they won't win. Uh, best film editing well they're not nominated for there are it. no edits <laughs> well, well, that,
1: although when everyone's one tracking
0: shot there are no edits how, how could they even be nominated if they are they no aren't
1: idea. yeah they are they actually aren't nominated and that was kind of oh, like okay. well that's the running joke of it it's like well the person oh. editor is like this shit's easy
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> um you know but it just goes to show how how no one pays attention to best editing I didn't, I don't even know who's nominated for that.
1: It's like editing, sound editing, sound mixing. Why can't we mix the two and have something (laughs) different? You know,
0: aren't there just, isn't there, you know, artificial intelligence and algorithms that just do that now? I mean, is there really someone behind a soundboard putting things in the mix?
1: This sounds terrible. (laughs) It's it's
0: It's
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like a robot that does, this needs more editing
0: it's the future. I mean, you know, movie and, and movies are are not going to be exempt from from the pace of technology. I mean, look at Avatar. That movie should have been nominated for for best animated film. You know,
1: in a way, yeah, yeah. It's, I was it? No, I don't even think it was. I think if it was released now, I think it would have been because I think it's still yeah. like with comic mo- movies and Star Wars. I feel like. People are more accepted to it. Maybe Mart, not Martin mm-hmm. <laughs> Scorsese, but, um, but but I feel like yeah, like just Joker got the most nominations this this time. And it's it's not necessarily a comic book movie. It's more about this guy going from you know, being mentally deranged and just going descent into madness, and just people treating him like shit. Have you seen the Joker?
0: I have. Yes. Yeah.
1: So what, what which is Jersey City was a the, my old stomping grounds was filmed there, the City Hall and then Glows Theater, I think was those
0: Well, you know what they say if you want to depict New York City in the nineteen seventies during a garbage strike, film in Jersey.
1: <laughs> Newark and Jersey City, yeah. <laughs> like we're something grimy and
0: <laughs> no no offense to you, Jerseyites out there. I really don't want any hate mail. Well, I not that you're literate but you
1: know I just saw the the animated re- reboot of Adams family and that was the, the one of the first jokes like let's go somewhere corrupt and no one wants to live and it's as assigned New Jersey
0: <laughs> Adams family that's not nice
2: not it was, nice it was not funny good.
1: I don't know I like the movie um, so how do you want to uh, do this do you want to start you don't want do do you want to start with bed best picture or you want to start all the way at the bottom and go through all the junky shit
0: brian i follow your lead you are our fearless leader all right now let's let i think it's a good idea that we have a run of show that we give the listener an idea of what to expect they are going to be with us i imagine for the next hour on this journey as we discuss our opinions (laughs) uh, from people they don't really know about movies we've barely seen so I think it's important that we set the stage for them. So paint a picture, Brian.
1: We are not experts. We are just wise ass people on the internet that we've been doing this for over twenty three years.
0: <laughs> well, don't age me. I mean, <laughs> there could have been some young young ladies on listening to my uh, my melodic uh, baritone and wondering, oh, he must be eighteen.
1: Like, oh, he sounds gotcha. like he's from NPR. <laughs> Now, so of the overall list, it seems like The Joker got the most nominations, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, The Irishman, which I only watched the first hour of. Um, was there any, going over the list, is there anything that stood out that you think that should have been nominated that wasn't?
0: Okay, so um, oh, so we're, we're starting with the question about snubs. I thought that we would probably end the conversation with snubs. Well, we could do we that's could do it based juicy, on each
1: category, you, I guess.
0: That's the juicy question that I think the listeners would want it to let's, know. Let's,
1: if, let's do that through each category. We can say okay. who, who think we. All right, let's, let's start with best picture. So we got Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Woman, Marriage Story. Nineteen Seventeen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So those are like the which I think, yeah, I can't see the Joker winning. I think like Joaquin Phoenix deserves the actor award for it, but, I, and some other maybe some other awards. But I, I feel like it's not the movie that is going to clean house. I feel I feel like the Oscars is going to split a lot of the votes, and a lot of good people pick a bunch of all those movies that are going to win. So I don't think there's going to be a clear front runner.
2: Okay.
0: For well, my, well best first, you, know, you know, first kudos to the Academy for their restraint of only having nine best pictures as opposed <laughs> to uh, I think they could have a maximum of ten. I remember the good old days when it was just five. And uh, well, more and more movies know, are coming out though. Hmm?
1: Well, more and more movies are coming out, so I feel like I like th- I feel like they should do this for all the categories to have a bunch of, cause there's so much content and so much stuff out there that they need to have more. And so that way, no one's snubbed. It's kind of like almost like everyone wins culture kind of thing, but as like, at least they're nominated, but you didn't win. and guess people more, well, more, you know, more do choices.
0: You think, do you think the expansion of the, the number, the allotment, do you think that that was to just like spread the, 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 the goodwill around or, and I'm very cynical, do you think it it's about the industry, right? It's about um, let's get more stuff to say that it was nominated and then more people will go and see it. And then you get more people in the theater.
1: I honestly... Uh, or maybe I'm
0: being very cynical.
1: I honestly think it was... I think it was to get more popular movies in there and put them in the best picture. Like I th- last year there was a the whole controversy about them doing a most popular movie or, or something and everyone's poo pooed that and that category went away. So I feel like in a way, like once like the dark night came out, like they kind of expanded these movies to include more not artsy fartsy, you know, Chris Campbell shout out kind of movies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean I guess like, you know, there's not to get too uh philosophical here, but what do we mean by best picture? I mean, is it the is, is it the best crafted film? Is it the Overall. most enjoyable film to watch? Like Joker I think is a good film, but it's not really fun to watch, right? No, like I, I, don't I was depressed see it again. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like it, it. it like aged me and I'm like made, I need to know, listen, just,
1: I need to listen to some happy music. All right, here's some ska. I, <laughs>
0: I I made some donations to some mental health facilities like that. That movie was a gut punch. Right. Um, yeah. And you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, I haven't seen it yet because I haven't found the time because the movie is like 16 hours long and it's just people having conversations. So, you know, I'm sure sure there's not going to be something I would want to, you know, that's why it's called once upon a time. You're you're probably only going to want to see it once. Um, you know, the Irishman, that's another one, the Irishman. You know, uh, Robert De Niro isn't the only one aging years during this movie. I mean, it's everyone who's watching it <laughs>
2: full bit, full is just bit. sort of
0: slowly dying and feeling feeling the time slip away, like sands of the hourglass. So, what was the question? Um, best, oh, so
1: best picture here.
0: <laughs> so best picture. So you know, is it like this is the, you know, the this is this is capturing a moment in time time like this is what people will think of when they think of 2019 is is that the purpose and who are we to judge you know who are we to judge who, who the best
1: well it's funny it's like the best picture half the time you don't even remember who won last year i think it was green book i think last year i mean right, i know which was hot
2: garbage which was
1: hot racist and then, garbage and then the, and the year before that was splash to uh shape of water and
0: right right <laughs> the fish fucking um, movie yeah that was, a, that was an interesting one. I, I like the fish movie. I didn't like um, it. I thought but but the movie ends. before, but the winner before that was Moonlight, which was excellent. Like I would, yeah, that was I a would good put movie. Moonlight as one of the best films of the decade. Um, you know, and when original when they first said that La La Land won, you know, part of me died. And I was like, that <laughs> movie is atrocious. And, but it seemed like such an Oscar winner like this is what people like this feel good movie about about you know entertainment and Hollywood and the film industry. That's probably why Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. was nominated, right? Yeah. Because it's a movie about Hollywood. Um, it's about you know I haven't seen it, but it seems to be you know the the sort of the fall of innocence of of
1: Hollywood right before the um, turn in the seventies, yeah. Murders, right? So I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I debated Ray with uh, about it. I mean, I it's kind of similar in Inglorious Bastards, where it's kind of some things are true, some aren't. Um, the way that Quentin likes to tell his movies, and uh, I just it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. The way that it, I guess you have to go in knowing that it's fictional, fictionalized, um, but a lot of it.
0: Sorry, I have to interrupt. Yeah. yeah. So you're issue with once upon a time in Hollywood is that and right f- there in the title? It's like a fable, right? Once upon a time. Yeah. Or but you know. if, I don't know. And it's you, I, you, you were upset that it wasn't <laughs> historically accurate.
1: And it's just the way it's like, I like the way it ended, but it just was like, I'm like, that didn't happen. You know, that's, that's, but you can say that for any movie. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Right. It's, it's, I liked parts of it. I just was, I, maybe I'd have to watch it again. And then once I know what I'm seeing, but I was thinking it was going to be more true, I guess. <laughs> well,
0: you know, Brian, this was not nominated in the documentary category.
1: No, it's not.
0: Okay. <laughs> just wanted to make sure you knew that. Um, let's go back to talking about 1917.
1: Sure. Let's go for it. Cause we both saw it. Okay. Um, yes, let's try not people. to do too much spoilers, though, because some people haven't seen it. So let's try to be kind of vague with certain things.
0: Uh, I was going to say that the Allies won.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> we, we defeated the Germans that time. Um, so there's an interesting uh, debate going on around whether the one shot, you know, tracking shot uh, yeah. method of the movie whether it helped tell the story or whether it detracted and it was just sort of a novelty. It, it sounds like you, you feel that it added to the story. Oh that yeah.
1: Cause you it. felt like you were yeah. there and you just felt like yeah. it it was like whenever you like the camera would turn and then you're like, Oh shit, someone's there kind of thing. It was like, you were seeing it happening, happening as they were seeing it happening. And that's what I thought was what, what is good with World war war you know just war movies in general like i am glad it wasn't it was more on a steady cam and not the shaky cam like you see in Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers and things
0: right right i i I'm of mixed feeling yeah i like uh, i liked it but i also felt that how do i put it so i feel that they did want, the uh, uh, Sam Mendes wanted to elicit that feeling of that you're like kind of a third soldier following them along. Um, but the way I feel about one shot, you know, one tracking kind of movies is that it really has to hold your attention and have a lot of action. Things like gravity. Um, I don't know if gravity was like one shot, but it kind of felt that way. Right. No. Um, It was not one shot, but it it had that feeling of just being propelled like you're just constantly being propelled forward. Whereas 1917, I liked it actually when they were in the trenches and they're, you know, walking through the trenches and they're going around corners and you're you're really getting a sense of the sort of boredom and, um, you know, hunger and disease of what went on during world war one, but yeah. like the know, cynicism
1: too, like, fine, go ahead.
2: <laughs> kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, appreciate all that, but after a while, it did get a little uh, uh, like it, part of me was like, okay, let's, let's move this along. And the fact that it was, you know, quote unquote, in real time, but it's like, all right, I don't need to hear them like have some very mundane conversation or, you know, eat half of a sandwich. Um, uh, you know, I, I yeah. like that. I like that it was immersive, but I would have appreciated a bit more um, kind of bending of of reality to allow a bit more escapism for it to be more engaging on a fun level. Uh, obviously, the point isn't for the viewer to have fun, but to understand the meaninglessness of of world war one which was completely meaningless and and uh appreciate the just you know i mean this was like people hanging out in trenches for months bored out of their mind and starving yeah, but they weren't there
1: constantly control. It was they were moving through the trenches to see that but they went to other places after they went through no man's land
0: right uh, you know but you know world war one was basically like hang out in these trenches for yeah. months until you have to run into machine gun fire. <laughs> and that, and that was world war one. It yeah. was like just the most pointless, you know, churning bloodbath that there was. But, and I, and I think that it was successful in, in that coming across, but, uh, and there were some very um, vivid moments of the movie, for instance, when he wakes up in that bombed out uh, town village and she's so a French woman. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, no, no spoilers, but the sort of the palette of the movie changes and yeah. it's like the whole world is on fire. And I, I found that very striking and, and moving. And, uh, you know, that was definitely one of my takeaways. I'll stop there. I'll let you talk.
1: So what you're saying is you wanted this Michael Michael Bay to direct this and have like slow motion of helicopters and.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Even though helicopters didn't exist then, but I I would have loved, um, I definitely would have loved a couple of Transformers to appear and uh, blow shit up.
1: Just all of a sudden, like, aliens pop out, like, Life of Brian. (laughs) 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 And,
0: uh, you know, R.I.P. Terry Jones. Uh, It's been a sad year for Monty Python. Yeah, Uh, Neil Ennis. Neil Ennis. You the Rittles, yep.
1: Yeah, which I actually just saw that the, for the first time like last year, and then I've been like such a. I love uh, it. Must be in You must be in love, or whatever that song is. The it must be in love. Or oh my god, right. one, how yeah. could
0: you go? How could you be in your forties and just see the Riddles now? Because it's As not available.
1: I, I had to watch it like a bootleg of it on YouTube, and like t- 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 there was there's no way to really watch um, it.
0: Uh you had to go online to stream it. Yeah. Come on, Brian.
1: <laughs> I want to go get a Betamax. So.
0: I had it on uh, VHS, but that's just me.
1: But yes, yeah, so okay. But what's, let's, down, let's, downers let's, aside,
0: let's, yes. So, okay, so, so who do you
1: think who do you think's gonna win Best Picture? Because we have a lot more categories to go. So we're only got some got some. Let's move it up a little, a little faster here.
0: All right, uh, I hear you. I'm I'm getting the marching orders. I got to move this up. So do you think? You uh, think I, I apologize to our listeners who really wanted to hear me expound philosophical. I haven't yet. seen
1: Parasite yet, but I'm I requested. I think I'm getting it for review, so I'm going to read that movie soon.
0: Dude, just rent it. It's on like Amazon Prime. Like, Why do I need to
1: rent this? I can get it for free. Um, what do you God. think I have a website for still?
0: I mean, okay, <laughs> all right. I'm putting that aside. Yeah, I, I saw. I liked Parasite. Parasite's very good.
1: You think I should um, be a best picture? I mean, or just for I think it's. I think it's up for international. I think they're calling it now, not foreign. Uh,
0: I liked Parasite. I, I don't know if it is, you know, worthy of an Oscar winning picture. But then again, what is, you know, because I mean, Green Book, Green Book, come on. Um, I still haven't seen it. It's, it's a very good movie. It's a lot of fun to watch. The characters are very endearing. Um, I I love the, uh, the, the writer, director, he does a lot of these movies where it tends to be families working together in some weird situation. And that, that loving family dynamic of, of kooky characters, uh, really comes through. I, I, uh, and, and also the movie is a kind of a class satire, um, which is, you know, very timely. Uh, so it, it's good. It's very good. So um, is it I, drama
1: I, or a co- like a dramedy or,
0: uh, yeah, it's a dramedy. Why not? Why not?
1: because I, I was like yeah, I remember seeing last year the death of Stalin. I didn't like that one. Um, I was just like death of,
0: yeah, Death of Stalin I just couldn't really get into either. like
1: yeah, these are all pieces of shit people. like I'm like, why am I supposed to be laughing at people getting shot in the streets?
0: <laughs> well, you know you have a very gentle heart, Brian. I do and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to find humor and you know uh, random executions.
1: Well, I guess that's, that's
0: what I love
1: about you. Sp- speaking of kind of something similar, I guess, was, which I haven't seen yet, but I figured it's kind of something al- along that realm is Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen jo- Jojo Rabbit yet?
0: So amazingly, I have not, okay. although I love the director. I've seen yeah. everything else that he does. Mandalorian. He, single, um, <laughs> he single-handedly revived the Marvel movies, in my opinion, uh, he's wonderful, and I can't wait to see the movie. I just I missed it in the theaters. It's not ready for for rental yet, and I'm just really looking forward to it. I, I don't think it's going to win, but um, he'll probably win for
1: like screenplay or something. No,
0: yeah, yeah, but I'm sure it's it's a great film. All
1: right, so I mean, I as far as best picture, I think it's it's going to be between three movies. I think it'll be 1917 Irishman or Joker. I don't think the other ones will have a chance.
0: So I think that the winner will probably be 1917 uh, or possibly marriage story. Hmm. And I'm hoping that it will be marriage story because marriage story is a, you know, it's, it's a very classic story. It's, it's been done before Kramer versus Kramer um it, it has some it, it reminded me of Annie Hall a little bit, not the humor, but the kind of bi coastal uh oh, the, element to you it. You
1: mean the movie that beat out Star Wars for the audience? Deservedly
0: so. <laughs> Deservedly so. Annie Hall could if Annie Hall came out today, it would beat out uh, any of these movies. Um so anyway, yeah, Mar- but marriage story uh just terrific performances 1917 you know the the perform i would say no one has talked about the acting of 1917 they talk about the historical accuracy the direction the uh the the sort of the feel of the film but no one's said like oh that actor was incredible in fact nobody even knows their names
1: Dean, <laughs> Chap- Dean Chapman, and George McKay, McKay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you got that right in front of you on the screen. <laughs> no,
1: I'm the. I know their names. I look, I because the one Dean Chapman was in Game of Thrones as um, the king. Um, what's his face, Parthian, whatever.
0: King, what's his face? Okay.
1: Yeah, and then he also played a, He actually was two two characters in Game of Thrones. He was also a Lannister that got killed. And then oh, he, we're
0: talking about the moon-faced, the long moon-faced kid.
1: No, the one that let's uh, the one that was looking, the one his, the one has his, he got the mission for his brother. Um,
0: oh uh, well, the other one was, kind of looks like, um, uh, what's her name, Brand of Tarth.
1: Oh yeah, a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he looks just like Brand of Tarth.
1: I guess if you put it side by kind of side, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, there were some Game of Thrones people in that in that movie too.
0: Um, could definitely he could definitely be from Tarth,
1: but I certainly I mean firstly like the scene that's always in the trailer of him running at the end I was like getting kind of definitely getting a little bit weepy with it with the music and just like the desperation of like running through you know all the 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 soldiers and stuff marching on.
0: You know, Brian, if there were some shadow puppets on the wall that (laughs) was soundtracked to Hans Zimmer, you would cry. (laughs) But that's why I love you. You have a very big heart, and I really appreciate you.
1: Unless you can see Hans Zimmer in concert, you have nothing to say, man. That was one of the best concerts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's better than Kiss Did he spit out fire.
1: It practically had, it was like a rock show in a way, because everyone's just like headbanging to like the dark night score. I'll
0: have to take your word for it. No, I, but the, uh,
1: there's this one like really like celloist there and she's like hair whipping, she does like metal videos and as I call it classical classical porn and cuz she's like all dressed in sexy clothes and stuff. Um on her YouTube you're, you're channel. You're not telling
0: me. Yeah, I mean, I will YouTube that for sure, but <laughs> you're not you're not telling me on seeing Hans Zimmer live and you know, you know who is the greatest live band of all time?
1: Is uh the toasters?
0: No. no try again. Who, who do you think I'm talking about?
1: Uh, Bush.
0: <laughs> Last chance.
1: Uh, um, crush? Just say,
0: it. Just say it. Brian, say it. Hush. Okay. Well, we're going to move on. I didn't want to say it because I only have two more references left. I'm yep. hoping that you'll do some of them. I'm okay. going to add so a bell
1: think- into that for the references. Okay. So, uh, no,
0: no, you can't because you were going to say it. I wasn't. Um, so for best picture, probably 1917, I'm hoping that it'll be marriage story.
1: Okay. All What's right, going to lead at ad- uh, lead actor. We got Antonio okay. Banderas, Leo, yes. Adam Driver, right. yeah. Joaquin or leaf, uh, Jonathan price. It's, I think it's pretty at this point, at, at this point, I think it's Joaquin Phoenix or, uh, Leonardo for once upon a time. That's, okay. my, that's my opinion. I,
0: I think that Joaquin was excellent. He was really, really excellent, and his performance really sticks with you. I, I think about, I still hear his laugh when I try to go to sleep at night. It's not <laughs> pleasant. Yeah. Oh, that's really good, Brian. And you're freaking me out, but also turning me on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say, having seen both movies, Adam Driver was better. He, Adam Driver was so good. I mean, just such, such a performance. Mm. Um, you know, Joaquin was great, but he's, he is playing a very kind of unique over-the-top character. Adam Driver is just playing a normal human being, going through the worst moments of his life, um, you know, not like delusional, not even realizing that his wedding, his wedding, his marriage is dissolving, and trying to, um, j- trying to preserve, you know, his relationship with his son. And you know, Scarlett Johansson's great too, and you know, Alan Alda was great, and uh, Laura Dern. But Adam Driver was... He's having a uh, good
1: year. Yeah.
0: You know, he, he is. But I will say, I, I also saw the report. Me too, yeah. And the report yeah. to me was so dry and boring. And it, 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 I didn't even think he was that good in it. I, felt I, was, like he, I was actually going to mention beautiful.
1: that. I thought it was the opposite. I thought he was excellent in that movie. And I, I, the movie was really... Uh, I liked the movie a lot.
0: Um, I thought Annette Benning was very good and and she should have been nominated for something but true. I, like you know I, I don't blame Adam driver for the report. I think that they really tried to basically read from the report and that was the movie and that's why it doesn't didn't really work for me. Right. Uh, but Adam driver and I'm not saying it because my name's Adam too, although that's part of it
2: uh, Ugh, Adam. If,
0: if you know, hello, dear listener. If you are hearing my voice now, go see *Marriage Story* if you haven't yet, because Adam Driver is the best acting.
1: Well, it's on Netflix. I, I, I might have ever seen. It's on Netflix, though, right? I think.
0: Yeah, uh, but you yeah. know, like every piece of garbage is on Netflix. I'm not going to. No, but people. that
1: was actually like a Netflix movie, wasn't it?
0: It was. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So people don't need to go out; they can just sit on their ass and watch it at home.
0: Well, they could go to a friend's house and watch it. Smart Alec.
1: Hey man, let's have some brewskis and watch Marriage Story about divorce.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, good point. Um, do not watch Marriage. There's a PSA from your friend Adam Kuzer. Do not watch Marriage Story with your significant other.
1: <laughs> All right. Did you watch it with? I haven't, uh, with I haven't your, seen it. But you, what? I haven't seen that Marriage Story yet. No.
0: What? Seriously? But it's on Netflix, like you said.
1: You I know, and then I put I, I've only seen the first hour of The Irishman because it's three 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 and a half hours long and I'm, I have to wait for her to watch it with my wife because she wants to watch it. And, and
0: Okay, well, Marriage Story, do not wait for your wife. Just, watch, right, it just watch it on her own. She should watch it on her own. Okay. And then afterward, have like a gentle cuddling session with some hot so <laughs> And don't talk about the movie. Just hold each other. Hold each other tight.
1: Go Here's, a, here's, a, list of, here's a list of things. And then that- hold your child tight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never let go.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to quickly move on to lead actresses. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Cynthia something from Harriet. Shersha Ronan from Little Women. My wife saw that. She she liked that.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Brian. Yes. Say the people's real name. Cynthia S- Arriva.
1: What? Cynthia Arriva? Ar- I, Arriva? I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh. But don't, you know, just, don't, don't just show, show, pe- show, show people of color respect, Brian.
2: It's
1: not, it's not, it's me not St. knowing Gary how to Vogue. speak the English well, language. Okay. Okay. Charlize Theron. I'm, I'm, I'm a white ally. For Judy. Um, I haven't seen Harry. Is that about Harry, Harry Tumman?
2: Yes, it okay. is.
1: Okay. Um, have you seen it? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually haven't seen I know, any of I'm, these movies.
0: I'm being, I, I know that I'm being a bit woke, but I have not seen Harriet yet.
1: I haven't seen any of these movies yet. I did request Bombshell, um, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be. It could be Judy. It could be uh, Renee Zellweger. Um. Yeah, I really don't know for that category.
0: Uh, have you seen any of these movies, Brian?
1: No, I haven't. I just, I just said, no, okay. I'm, I'm yeah. I want to watch Bombshell and I'm, I'm supposed to be getting that to review at some point. Um, I um, guess I'll watch Marriage Story soon. What? Maybe this week, maybe I'll watch it when I'm feeling well, down know, in I'll, the dumps.
0: I'll be honest. I, uh, no, no, you should not watch Marriage Story when you're down the dumps. You, you need to fortify <laughs> your, uh, you know, your ability to watch that kind of movie. Um, I actually haven't seen any of the other movies. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that Little Women's very, very good, but part of me is boycotting it because, I mean, how many Little Women movies do we need? Uh, I feel like one just came out a couple of years ago, and then you had the one in the mid-'90s with, like, Claire Danes and um, uh, What's Her Face and and so on and so forth.
1: But this one was directed by a female, so maybe... And maybe it's That's got, true. it's got more, I don't know. More, I can go right. yell at my wife to come in and she can tell, talk about the movie, but
0: maybe but, she should,
1: but then, but then Connor would show up too and want to talk about dinosaurs and star Wars or something.
0: And maybe he should, <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting that there are, you know, like this is, this is another sort of Oscar. So white kind of year because it is. Yeah. Um, You know, you have Cynthia Revo for Harriet. And Antonio Banderas. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, Antonio Banderas. um, I mean, you have Joaquin Phoenix. He's wearing a lot of makeup, but that doesn't really count. He's wearing blue and red.
1: The director Uh, of Parasite. I mean, Charlize Theron
0: technically is African. She's South African.
2: True.
0: But she's, you know... This is for a role of like the whitest person on the planet because <laughs> she's Megyn Kelly, right? Well,
1: and that's what I'm going back to with my thing of that they should expand the categories to add more people, and maybe it wouldn't it be so white and very, you know.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if if the movies, if best movie could be ten ten options, why can't?
1: Yeah, the like lead actors. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, but then at that point, it's like to be like Adam Sandler and other people or Oscar nominated people and
0: Well, you know, that's an interesting point. I haven't seen Uncut Gems yet. I've heard great things about it. I've heard that Adam Sandler is a revelation. But I don't you know, like I can imagine anything. I can imagine the Academy's like, Come on, seriously, Adam Sandler, like are we are we like cheapening this thing? Yeah. We, like
1: Where's Kevin James's Oscar nomination? Billy Madison.
0: <laughs> right. Paul Blart but, <laughs> but but which I think is very elitist of the Academy because if Adam Sandler did have this incredible performance, um, you know why not honor somebody? Or is it that like the benchmark is or not the benchmark, but the measuring stick is so low for him that you know that any good performance would seem great. I don't know I haven't seen the movie, but it's an interesting question about what's the motivations of the Academy for even nominating the people that we're discussing.
1: And it's it's kind of like what we, um, we used to talk about for years, like how Harvey Weinstein and all like those guys used to just... Buy, like, they would buy yeah. the nomination. And like Shakespeare and right. Love and all these like movies and like they were just kind of like in a way it's the same of like very political in a way of campaigning to be you know it's there would be more like Robert Downey Jr. would be nominated if he actually gave a shit and he doesn't and it's like for Avengers and because like that's what, he was a that was a good performance in both those two movies and all those movies um, well, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so that, it's like yeah where do you what bar is it for, is it only these the movies that don't make any money get nominated kind of thing so it's
0: but I, I feel that there's been a adjustment to that, and yeah. if you look at these, not you know these nominees, it's actually it's very refreshing. But also, I haven't seen these movies, so I haven't seen the Two Popes yet, and that also I think is a Netflix movie.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I have Pain and Glory. I never heard of that Antonio Banderas's film. I didn't even know that 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 existed until I saw that he was nominated. I have no idea what that's about. Yeah. Judy, same thing. Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger I mean she was didn't she win for uh, Cold Mountain and she was awful in that like horrible and she doesn't strike me ever as a good uh, actor but you know she's in this movie Judy I don't know what it is maybe it's about Judge Judy I have no idea (laughs) but she's nominated so the fact that nobody Judy Garland another
1: Another movie about Judy Garland
0: Oh, it's about Judy Garland. Another one, yeah. Okay. Um, Well, good for her. Um, You know, this is obviously a movie that nobody cared to see. Nobody wanted it. I don't recall anyone saying I really wanted Judy Garland's biopic. But she was nominated, so maybe she's really good. Who are we to say? We can't judge. We can see this crap.
2: (laughs) Judge Judy. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's
1: go to supporting actor. You got Tom Hanks. No, let's
0: not because supporting. I don't. I don't agree with the supporting role category. Okay, the
1: actor that's not the lead.
0: <laughs> no, but like, why does this role? Why does this exist as a category? It's kind of like, you know, like why don't we have best cameo or, you know, or you know, what would be a better uh category would be best, best ensemble. Deepfake. Well, like best ensemble. Oh, or they have the SAG awards.
1: Yeah, SAG SAG awards. They have that. Oh,
0: really? Oh, I well, they have that. best
1: ensemble casts and.
0: Oh well, they took my idea.
1: Yeah, you should go sue them.
0: I should. I should. <laughs> but anyway, what's what? called the SAGI?
1: But I th- uh, so going back to supporting actor, even though you don't like the the category, uh, I think right Brad. There. Brad Pitt is nominated and he'll probably win for once upon a time in Hollywood. I actually, I, he was, he was my favorite part of that, that movie. And Leonardo was good. Um, but I just, it, it just, it, in a way kind of just felt like Brad Pitt it, it just like sometimes a so, bad wig on his hair. But
0: so why is Brad Pitt best supporting role if the entire movie is him and Leonardo DiCaprio driving around in a car and, having skirmishes with they Bruce were kind Lee.
1: of they were actually kind of separate a lot of the time so he was kind oh, of like leonardo was the main actor that was kind of getting passed over because it's he was getting older and kind of thing and he was a stunt double so he was kind of had the side story and then interacting with the manson family a little bit uh that's all giveaway as far as like plot i guess. But. Um, yeah, so like it was kind of like he wasn't the main, but I can see your point of why why was he not a lead actor too? Um, but then Leonardo is a lead actor. I mean, they're both lead actors, so I don't know. It's just and that's going back to the the politics of it is well, you we'll put him we'll put him in this category because you might have a better chance of winning. It's the same thing of t- why is Tom Hanks a supporting actor? Even though I haven't seen Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, I have a feeling he's not the main character, even though it's about mr rogers but it's feel like it's about the journalists that interviewed him
0: do, do you get a sense that people don't know what to do with tom hanks anymore it's like <laughs> you know like what like, do you mean like
1: well, he's like my favorite I mean,
0: actors uh, yeah but, but you're always watching tom hanks you know like tom hanks will always play tom hanks
1: I think he's finally going to play a villain, though. Oh, I mean, he did play a villain in that Bad Lady Killers movie, the Coen Brothers movie. He was he played a villain. But I guess he's going to play another villain just to switch it up, I think he said soon. But
0: I, I kind of feel like this nomination was because people don't know if Tom Hanks will ever be nominated again.
1: He's not going to win, but...
0: You know, Meryl Streep, they find roles for her. You know, any movie that requires, you know, an, an old white lady, she, she's the new uh, Dame, you know, Judy Dench.
1: Well, they have, like, they probably have like a dartboard or like a Price is Right kind of spinning kind of wheel thing where they kind of, the same couple actors, like, all right, we haven't nominated this person in a couple of years. Like, okay, it's. <laughs> Tom <It's our laughs> Hanks.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: I, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but. but And then it's like all the Irishman actors were nominated, which yeah, sure. Um, you can kind of tell that they got CGI'd faced for the movie from the parts that I've seen so far.
0: The, he was very good in the Irishman. Yeah. He was very good. He actually, I um, I think he should win. I hope that he wins. even though I didn't see any of these other movies, uh, because you know, Al Pacino playing, um, um, what's his face? Hafa. Uh, yeah, you know, it still felt like you're watching Al Pacino. Yeah, you know? it's just Al Pacino, but he's playing Hafa. Jimmy Hafa. Has she really felt like a like a real human being? And I I thought it was a good good. But that's role. the
1: thing. But it seems really like fun. it's it seems like almost like the mafia trilogy of Goodfellas. Uh, casino and then this Of like all those guys in the same movies
0: um, Yeah What's up with Martin Scorsese I mean like why is he obsessed with this crap Who cares
1: <laughs> There's, Who so many, there's cares? only so many Mobster movies
0: <laughs> I mean
1: No I, I, I enjoy them um, But Alright so I think as, I'll think it'll be Brad Pitt that'll win um, I don't I can't see anyone else winning maybe Al Pacino um, everyone said they, they liked his performance in that. But supporting actress got Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, which I haven't seen. Never heard of.
0: Never heard Clint of. Eastwood. Kathy Bates, great actress. Don't. It, Clint, Clint
1: Eastwood directed a guy that was. You know the supposed person that did the bombing at the Olympics back in the. Clint 90s.
0: Eastwood is still alive.
1: Yeah, I think he's like eighty something. Oh god, 80, Eighty-eight. Just, I don't know. Skeleton
0: at this point, right? Got Lord like,
1: Dern, *Marriage
2: Story*.
0: Just like tan leather <laughs> stretched over a bony frame.
2: Gotta argue at share.
0: Best special effects that that he's still alive. Oh my
2: god. Okay. Sorry, I've, go go.
1: No, I watched the movie he was in last year with *The Mule*. That was I kind of liked that movie. Or he was like, he was like this old man driving, smuggling drugs for these guys, driving it up from like Illinois to Mexico. And it was like, he was the mule. So it was, it was a good, it was a good movie. I liked it. Um, so who else we got? We got Scarlett Johansson again for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh from Little, <laughs> Little, Little Women. See, Margot Robbie, Bombshell. I, I. I, I like I like Margot Robbie, but the upcoming movie where she's um, har, uh, Harley Quinn just looks terrible. The Birds of Prey movie. Have you? S- well, yeah. I mean,
0: have you? Did you see that? That really terrible Suicide Squad? Sc- yeah, yeah, I
1: did. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, Margot Robbie. The fact, you know, I I did not see Bombshell, so apologies to Bombshell fans who are listening right now. (laughs) But I've seen Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad, and,
2: (laughs) you know, (laughs) all I can think
0: of is if the Academy didn't nominate Adam Sandler because they don't take him seriously, then how did Margot Robbie become part of this stable here? doesn't make sense.
2: Because of Suicide
0: Squad... What I mean, anyone who was attached to Suicide Squad should never be taken seriously ever again.
1: I'm hoping and, with James Gunn doing the reboot that it's it's redeemed in a way because I I like the idea, but it just wasn't executed properly. It was like no, they, shoving all the music in your face and like for.
0: No, they shouldn't reboot it. What they should do is well, find they're every
1: working on it,
0: and burn it, and then get one of those little sticks that they have in Men in Black and just you know. <laughs> wipe all of our memories of it. Um,
2: I think that's which well, is
0: <laughs> Which is apropos, because Will Smith was in both movies. So Will Smith must actually own that technology. <laughs> and maybe he can make us forget about that movie. And he was the only good thing yeah, about it. Yeah, he was. Suicide. I was
1: just about to mention that, yeah.
0: And he wasn't even that great. Like, you know, he, like, tried his best. Well, and I wouldn't say he tried his best. He, he showed up, right? Yeah. But... You know, but I think midway through he knew what what garbage it was, and he's like, "All right, look, I'm just going to collect this paycheck, and let's never speak of this again." So, you know, I don't blame Will Smith for Suicide Squad,
1: but I guess I guess he's not going to be in the new one, but she is. So it's kind of weird that it's kind of like a re- reboot, but mostly new casts. James Gunn's directing, which I have faith in, so. We'll see what happens. You know,
0: if it, if there's any positive about the new Joker movie is that...
1: We don't need to see Leto.
0: Yes. It, it, <laughs> it was terrible. It, it really highlights just what a horrible Joker Leto was. And, you know, and the funny thing is that Leto like, went method yeah. for his Joker. And he was, like, a total dick. And it's he like was sending like saying, dead
1: animals and stuff. Like fuck you. Yeah, dude.
0: he was sending <laughs> like used condoms to his female coworkers. Like that's ever appropriate? You know. like, it's like yeah. No, it's okay. I'm I'm sexually assaulting you, but it's method. It's method.
1: This is what um, the Joker would have done. <laughs>
0: it's like fuck you, <laughs> fuck you very much. Um, and you know, and all of that, and it was still like the worst shit I've ever seen in my life, and it made me so embarrassed. For him, for the movie, for myself, for our generation, for society, for humanity.
1: I saw that shit in the movie theater. God, that was terrible.
0: Oh, you paid money. Cheap money, oh, cheap money. Because I, I, I only, only go to the matinee, matinees. Wow. Still though, that's six dollars that you could have, yeah. you know, spent on a Cliff Bar. Yeah.
1: Hey, I'm so sorry. All right, what's um, talk okay, about? So, directors.
0: All right, I see you looking at the clock. Uh, well, supporting role uh, for, uh, for an actress. Um, oh, right. Florence, Florence Pugh. I'm going to go with her because uh, she was very good in Midsummer. Midsummer was a really good film, mm-hmm. it was not nominated for anything. So, you know, I would say that they're being nominated adjacent to this nomination.
1: I have no idea who will win, so I will say Laura Dern. <laughs>
0: Laura Dern was was pretty good as like a cutthroat LA divorce lawyer, but it was a little also a little bit of a caricature. And I do love I do love me some Laura Dern. Laura yeah. Dern is one of my favorite people. All right. I don't know her personally. I don't know if she'd reciprocate, but I, I love her. All right. Let's I talk- love you, Laura. <laughs> let's return talk- my
1: calls. Talk about <laughs> Talk about director. Martin Marty. Todd, Sam, Quentin, and I don't even know how to say this guy's name.
0: It's uh, Junho Bang.
1: Is that how you say it?
0: Well, yeah. So uh, typically the the Korean format is last name first. Oh. So it's Junho Bang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you should probably travel a little bit, Brian. Maybe I did get travel,
1: out. just not to yeah. the Far East.
0: <laughs> I, I think you need to experience the world a
1: little bit. I would like to go to like the Disney Worlds and in, in like China and all those because they have different mm. rides.
0: Yes. <laughs> go to Epcot Center. Go to Epcot Center in each of those countries.
1: I did go to those. Experience. I did the. I went to Japan and like, Epcot in September. <laughs> a
0: small world after all, Brian. You're you're really proving
1: that. Yeah, but I I I think it's a given. I think Sam Mendes is going to win director. That's what I we, think. Um, but could, we could just be Quinn though. What's we
0: don't to, we don't have to pause the recording, but I want to take the temperature of the room a little bit. Okay. So we've been talking for an hour. Yeah. How do you how do you feel this is going?
1: It's good. This is how yeah. all my other conversations go with Ray and Joe, and then we just shoot the shit talking this about movies. This is about
0: Ray and Joe. This is about me and you.
1: This is fine. Be honest. This is a good episode. That's fine.
0: You feel okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm not, You sound a little defensive.
1: I'm not defensive. I'm going to post it.
0: That's what a defensive person would say.
1: <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? No, it's, no, it's, it's,
0: uh, I, I want to make sure that I am, uh, you know, that, that uh, I'm bearing a standard here and that I'm, you know, rising up to the challenge and giving you and your, there is, there is no standards
1: for the junk podcast. We just post whatever the fuck I, I could do. So I said oh. a naughty word. Um, okay. Okay. No All it's right, just I, it's just I, I want to shoot this shit with my friends talking about movies and then occasionally I'll interview people hopefully not get harassed and bullied of who I can't interview from bands <laughs> but...
0: well I appreciate you calling me a friend yeah I, uh, I never thought of us that way but now that you say <laughs> it you. yeah I uh, I can live with that.
1: So thank you. I, I'm not going to cut this out. We're going to leave it in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to... <laughs>
1: director. Really who you, so who do you think is going to win for director?
0: I don't care. All
1: right. So that's your answer. I don't care. Anime and a feature. How to train your dragon in the hidden world. You know, I've seen the movie. I like that one. But I can't stand the actor's name. with those Jay Bürschall? Like his voice is just like nails on a chalkboard. Because clear- he's Jewish? No, you know, your
0: racism he, is no. Because he's Canadian, I don't know. Right?
1: <laughs> no, he's not.
0: No, t- he's he's very Jewy. No, it's he's,
1: not. He's it's part a, of my tribe. It's it's not that. It's got he's got a whiny voice. It's like me, he's It's like me guys. That, that is sounds four, very. Four that sounds very Jewish, and it, I don't. Appreciate I'm not Jewish.
0: The, the mimicry, the very good mimicry, but I don't appreciate it.
1: <laughs> Toy Story Four, which. I didn't like that either. I I mean, I love the first three Toy Stories, but I didn't like that one as much.
0: So um, here's the thing. I don't have a child, so I don't watch a lot of animated films. But at the same time, I know that you probably watched all of these without your child because I know that you love animated films. I actually
1: took Connor to go see Toy Story 4. That was his first movie that he saw in the movie theater. Oh wow! Okay. So, so yeah, good for him. yeah. So we sat through most of it. Yeah. He,
0: Why don't we bring him in here and ask him what his favorite animated movie is? <laughs> no,
1: I don't want it to in the podcast because then anyone just won't leave.
0: <laughs> That'd be really cute, though. Um, I, I defer to your your child. Uh, he's probably
1: which, watching TV right now.
0: Um, I lost my body. I heard is very good. I want to see it. It's on my you know to watch list. Klaus. Toy Story 4, I couldn't, like, even though I'm a grown ass adult and I know that it's a children's movie, I didn't know what the fuck was going on.
1: I knew what was, it was going on. Solo, but...
0: And they kept, like, going back to the same places. Like, they kept going back to that antique store. It's like, did think... you guys run out of money or something?
1: No, it just, it felt like it was, it's about Woody's journey and his cl- conclusion to that story. But it's just like, I wanted him to be with, Buzz and all those guys a lot more. And it just felt like something different. It felt like a side movie in a way. Um, I mean,
0: what more could be said about, you know, these toys and their relationships with children? I mean, it's getting kind of creepy at this point.
1: <laughs> Toy Story 5, and it's like <laughs> they're, they're used for sexual things. <laughs> yeah. The, the, like, things, like, the things that Duke Kaboom have seen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh there are things I can say, but I don't know the I don't know who's listening.
1: But that's yeah, that's fine.
0: You can pretty say, gross, say
1: whatever. whatever.
0: Sex Toy Story 5. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not gonna talk about this. The different orifices that they find themselves in. Especially that slinky dog. That slinky dog, he could do some crazy
1: disgusting things. How about a rim job? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was I I rode the Slinky Dog ride on uh, at Disney World, so I would do his voice all (laughs) the
0: time. You have many hidden talents. I do.
1: Animated short. This is the one that we never know because we never see. So it's like skip, skip. Nobody cares. All All right, we're gonna we're gonna guess just based on the name. I think Hair Love's gonna win.
0: I don't, I'm not looking, I'm not seeing the list. I don't even, I don't care. I don't know. I don't see it. It doesn't matter.
1: Adapted screenplay. We got Irish. Oh, And uh, um, and
0: by the way, I'm sorry for everyone who worked really hard on, on the animated short films. I, I appreciate and respect the time you put in, but who are you and who cares?
1: All right. Well, Well. and that's another thing about Toy Story. I didn't like this. They didn't do a. They didn't do an animated short before the movie. They did that for every other Pixar movie, but they didn't do it for that one.
0: I did not think of that at all.
1: Yeah. And usually the Pixar ones is the one that usually won the animated shorts because the ones are, those are usually good, but I don't know, for some reason they didn't do it because it's, as I can tell, uh, from firsthand knowledge that it's hard to keep a kid in a seat for three and a half hours, or not three and a half hours. That's not the Irishman, uh, for an hour and a half, you know?
0: So there's, there's an animated feature film called Klaus.
1: Yeah. And I think it's a, about Santa Claus, maybe like...
0: Oh, um, that makes sense. I thought it was just about a weird German guy.
1: My name is Klaus.
0: Um, <laughs> my name is Klaus, and I like sex. Toy Story Five. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do acting. Sorry, everybody. That's right. But then again, neither can Robert De Niro. I mean, The Irishman. Seriously, <laughs> that's why they should lose. Come on, yeah,
1: yeah come on, come on. Yeah, top of the morning <laughs> to you. <laughs> Hey, yo, One, two
0: tree. I'm an
1: Irishman. <laughs> oh, he's yeah, he's like, Yeah, hey, what's the crack? Yeah. <laughs> Bada
0: bing Bada bing, Top of the morning.
1: All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Animated screenplay. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, just mercy. Little woman in the two popes. I think Jojo Rabbit. I think uh Taco will
2: Wait, what are we on? We're wait,
1: on an ad- adapted screenplay. We're getting towards the bottom here.
0: I'm on the, uh, I don't see this crap at all. Wait, hold on. Let me look this up. I don't
1: know. I went through the list that I did through on ReJunk. So that's kind of the order I'm going into.
0: Oh, I should probably go to your website.
1: Yeah. You know, (sighs) ReJunk.com. Yeah. Because when people are doing it, they kind of give a different list order. Um, Sometimes the way that the list comes out and I just copied Uh, someone else's list. We should
0: have prepared,
1: Brian. I should have sent you the same list. Sorry about that. See, this is like, I'm winging it. I'm like, I came home from the mall and food shopping and I'm like, okay, let's do a podcast.
2: Oh,
0: you must be really winded from going to the mall.
1: Kind of, yeah. We met the
2: Avengers.
0: Okay. All right.
1: There was a a Latino Captain Captain America and there was kind of a chubby uh, Black Panther and... (laughs) All right,
0: it's, more racism, some, some it's not racism. I'm
1: describing the people what they look like. There was a skinny Spider Man.
0: <laughs> uh, I would like the listener to know that while Brian called me a friend, uh, <laughs> we're acquaintances. <laughs> we're on LinkedIn. Okay, so Brian, what yeah. are we on?
1: Uh, we're on adapted screenplay. All right.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, adapted from what exactly? Okay, so adapted, Irishman based on the book.
1: It's a book or a play or whatever.
0: Jojo Rabbit is based on a novel. I thought uh, Taika Waititi wrote the thing. Hmm. Oh, I'm so disillusioned now. Maybe it
1: was a short story. I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, you know, you know, what's interesting. Best adapted screenplay. Now for Joker, do you think that it's adapted from the comic books or do you think it's adapted from Taxi Driver and King
1: of Comedy? Probably a mixture of all of all of the above,
0: (laughs) because that's the other issue I had with Joker is like
1: I actually haven't seen those movies, so I can't really I've I never seen King of Comedy or or Taxi Driver. Yeah, I know. I should just stop this podcast now and go and watch them. (laughs) You you can start talking now.
0: Wow,
1: there's only so many movies I can watch. I mean, I'm I'm home a lot, but
0: <laughs> um,
1: are they are they available on Netflix or Amazon? Uh, I mean, I know I get the I get I get at least for a Taxi Driver, I kind of get the idea. I, don't, I haven't really seen King of Comedy though.
0: Yeah, you know it. Uh, hmm.
1: You know you can start talking now. It's 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 okay. It's you haven't seen every movie too.
0: Well, no, but I'm I'm also not a self professed reviewer of film, right? Like
1: I review movies, but it's not like I've seen every single one. I don't get paid for doing this.
0: You are not you're not one of the certified fresh reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes. No, I'm not one okay. of those.
1: I I, okay. I, I I get free movies to review that I've been doing since high school. And uh one of the reasons why I still they're
0: gonna, they're gonna stop doing that at some point because
1: I'll just be streaming.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I can't believe you still own a device that plays a DVD.
1: Well, I, well, I have a, yeah, I have a Blu-ray DVD and now I got, I have four. So I have a 4k player and then, but I, I have a huge, huge digital library of movies. I have over a thousand movies on voodoo and movies anywhere and stuff. So, yeah, but I
0: mean, are they good movies or are they like dumb and dumber?
1: It's, I got both of them. I, I own a lot You mean
0: both Dumb and Dumber movies yes. You just own a thousand, <laughs> thousand versions Of Dumb and Dumber and Dumb and Dumberer. No, right. it's,
1: it's Dumb and Dumber 2 Which that one wasn't that good But I still own it And then, you know, t- t- get rid of it
0: <laughs> Okay, so do any of these Best Adapted Screenplay nominees Rise to the level of The first Dumb and Dumber?
1: Well, would that be could, That would consider that original screenplay Wouldn't I? <laughs>
0: Oh, you're right. Oh yeah. Screw these movies. Like they're based on something. Yeah. Dumb and dumber. That came from someone's head. That was an original thought. Like, okay. You're Ted right.
1: Commandments let's like, talk. Oh, it's adapted screenplay. All right.
0: Um,
1: um now I'm insulting religious yeah. people.
0: Well, let's just say little women. will. Because
1: I will say, know? I will say Jojo rabbit ones. Original screenplay. I, I saw knives out. That was a really good movie. um, <laughs> I'm surprised which that's that's his original screenplays. So, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. It's it's a tough choice between these ones. I could see any of them winning.
0: Once Upon a Time will win because that won't win for anything else. So they'll just throw it a bone. Yeah, maybe
1: 1917 because he was. He came up with that whole story based on his grandfather telling him stories about World War One. What
0: story? There's no story. It's a couple of guys in the trenches. In World yeah, but war that's One. what he told. Based on the war, it's. But that's it's what not he told. Story.
1: But he t- but he told stories about of World War One to his grandson.
0: It's two guys walking through. But that's trenches the story he told, and that's and what they, he based on on
1: screenplay. And he did it on an screenplay, so it's an original screenplay based on the story that his grandfather
2: told him.
0: I think that's that's kind of messed up that his grandfather was like dying on the deathbed, and Sam Mendes was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, so like writing it down, yeah, yeah, tell me more, tell me more, I'm gonna make a movie out of this." Grandfather, so
2: tell
1: me a funny story. I was in the ditches. I mean, how's that, <laughs> like
0: how is it original if it's adapted from his, you know, grandfather's deathbed stories?
1: No, I I I think what it, from what I've heard, it sounded like he didn't really tell. Sam Mendez dad about it, but he told his grandkids about what happened. So that's kind of where he got the idea of this. You
0: know, honestly, I don't care. I don't care about any of these movies. I, know, I don't care. Why are we, why are we discussing rich people and them making more money?
1: We should be talking about Medicare for all. Now this is just really supposed to be a Bernie.
0: <laughs> if we want to talk about innovation, creativity, original thought, we should be discussing the lyrics and music of a band I hold very dear. Band from Canada, band uh, from
1: Canada. Great Big C. What's that? Great Big C. It's one of the most popular bands in Canada.
0: You and your lame music. <laughs> Were they like a folk folk group? Folk they
1: are, Scott yeah. group? No, they're folk. From okay. Newfoundland.
0: Well... <laughs> Let's move on. Who? What else we got here? Uh, I got. I got. I have to pee. Let's wrap this up soon. I well, just drank a lot of soda. We bit. still have
1: a. We still have a lot of choices here. So why don't you go pee and then we'll come back and finish this up. Okay.
0: So I would like to give a shout out to our dedicated listeners who.
1: Listener, Um, listener. Who
0: who chose to listen to us rather than a book on tape? I uh, congratulate you and respect you for your choice. I mean, you could be educating yourself right now. You could be, quote unquote, you know, reading works of literature. But instead, you're hearing about our thoughts about movies that nobody will even remember five years from now. We should thank you. I'm going to go key and then we will return with the most exciting. Uh, categories of the Oscars like the best song
1: (laughs) and and the the ones they do
2: in the beginning
0: (laughs) all the things you don't pay attention to when you watch a movie like costume and you know that little violin in the background okay I'm going to go pee we'll be right back okay
1: And we're back.
2: Yes. I was gonna
1: s I was gonna say before you, you left to go pee that are we recording right now? Yeah. Um okay. that I think whoever whoever finishes this podcast episode and gets all the way to the end, they write to me and say that they finish the episode and you will send them a, a read mag like care package. Do you have any old zines and stuff?
0: I do not. Uh, I bring um, but I will send them a I, I will send them something um, I don't know why you've volum- all <laughs> volum- Told me to do this But I'd be happy to do it but to ensure That you people still had stuff. have listened To the end we should Have some sort of um, Keyword or, or safe word Or something at the end right
1: Okay I do have I still have read 20th uh, anniversary stickers I could send to somebody
0: Nobody wants stickers come on it's got to be something good
1: I have a praise the gold bloom sticker too.
0: Okay, that works.
1: All right. I will uh, se- right. I will <laughs> send so I will send someone a praise the gold bloom if they write to me and say they have finished this episode. If they mention the word bloom. What? What word? Bloom. Like gold bloom.
0: Oh, okay. Bloom. Okay. That B- sounds good.
1: B-L-U-M. Bloom. Blum. 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 Okay. Blum?
0: <laughs> making fun of Jewish people again I see no it's me
1: not knowing how to pronounce words
0: you know I, I have a bone to pick with you so Why? in the first part of this podcast yeah you said that Jews have very squeaky <laughs> <It's not. laughs> nasal voices and
1: no I said that particular actor does
0: what's next Fran Drescher
1: oh I mean she is kind of annoying <laughs> Oh,
0: (laughs) two for two. Two for two,
1: Brian. (laughs) It's like Lois from uh, Family Guy, yeah.
0: All right, let's move on before you uh, get yourself in trouble. I mean, uh, yes,
1: you never know. This
2: is...
1: (laughs) Let's 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 press on here and try to finish up all the shitty categories. Cinematography, I think, um, let's not even do the nominations. We'll just just say who we think is going to win. I think it's going to be... Roger Deakins, nineteen seventeen. The lighthouse is really cool. Have you seen that movie? The, I have,
0: not I really do want to see it.
1: I think you would uh, it like looks it. Really good. It's really I would weird. Love it. <laughs> it's, it's really
0: that's, that's the arty farty kind yeah. of movie that you uh, derided earlier. That yes. I actually enjoy watching.
1: It, the way it was shot, though, was really cool, though, because it was it's black and white, and they do a kind of like full frame framing of it, and they took out certain colors, so it's very. Like people's faces are a lot more grainier, so I mean, it's. I'm glad that it was nominated at least. Um, I'm surprised William Dafoe wasn't nominated for it because he was really good in it, and uh, Robert Pattinson was in it as well. He had kind of like a Boston accent. Um, yeah. So I just I actually just made a T-shirt for that movie this weekend because <laughs> there's a, there's this one line where he's like that goddamn farts. <laughs> so I'm like that line stuck with me um yeah so that was a great
0: you were saying that they were amazing because they took out the color and my question for you is does that mean the movie wasn't black and white
1: it was black and white but it's the way it's kind of like they took out the red i think a lot of it so some of it like you know what black and
0: white means right wait what you know what black and white means yes
1: but when you shoot certain it's it's hard to describe it watch the fucking behind the scenes
0: <laughs> so first we took out the green and then we took out the blue and it's, then we took out the red it's when you're it's it orange
1: <laughs> so it's just no when you when you have something gray it's grayscale black and white and when you alter alter around the filters of when you're filming it in color contrast. yeah the contrast, contrast of it so it's some of its the like like the dark sky is darker. And so it's more, things are more darker and whiter. using d- different filters when you're filming it. Don't you
0: and, have a degree in art?
1: <laughs> I do actually. I got two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what colors are, right? <laughs>
1: yes. But I'm, I'm trying to explain it to, to you of how it works for the way that they shot it. Cause they're shooting it. The, the world isn't in, in, in black and white. But when you cut out certain colors, things, when you're shooting in black and white, some things are darker and some things are whiter if you cut out certain colors. So that's how they shot it. Okay. Okay. So like a shot of nighttime of the ocean and you take out the red of the normal day, it looks darker. If that makes sense.
0: Okay. They kept the lens cap on. Got it.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. And then they had the same kind of lighthouse bell playing throughout the whole movie. It was, like, yeah, okay. that would drive me fucking insane, too. Um, yeah, so I guess you haven't really... Do you have any feelings about cinematography?
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: That's when to take the pictures and they make it all nice for the movie.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're you're the one with the art degree. You tell me.
1: But not cinematography. Director of photography. It's, did a huh. the picture look little, nice?
0: They got one job to do, you know? Just, like, take the picture make it look good. I mean, why, why we got to celebrate people for doing their jobs.
1: I could see it being an upset though for once upon a time in Hollywood. Cause you did have to make Los Angeles look, you know, from the sixties again. So they had to make it. That's
0: less... not that hard. That's not really hard for Los Angeles though.
1: Yeah. just I guess remove certain things and.
0: Right. Yeah. they have a more yellow orange palette. Got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, best documentary feature. I, this is where this is where we like we're like yeah, we don't know what the hell any of Wait, this is.
0: so Brian, Brian, let, let's let's uh veer off topic for a okay, minute sure. and talk about the things that people really want to know. Rush. So, well, yeah. I mean <laughs> um and what do you think people want to know about Rush?
1: Well, I was I was sad to see that Neil passed away. So, I mean, how long how long was he not in the band for? Cause he was kind of, he kind of left a couple years ago, right? So the, the band
0: is, is you know, so Rush is the three of them. It's yeah. Getty, Alex, and Neil. And after their last tour for uh, Clockwork Angels, they, um, where maybe the last tour was the, the R40, 40th anniversary, but they, um, they took a break And one year after that tour, Neil Peart was diagnosed with uh, brain cancer, Mm. which he kept secret or private, I should say. He was a very private individual and he kept private for the last three and a half years, um, which really speaks to the kind of person he was because he had a lot of uh, integrity and a lot of privacy and he never would have wanted people to show pity toward him or to, um, you know, reach out to him in that way. He wanted to live and die with dignity, which he did. And uh, it, it really is...
1: Um, and probably didn't want, didn't want pity, I guess. Like, oh, you've got cancer. you Probably didn't want to hear it. And just like, yeah, just I'll live with it, you know, kind of...
0: Yeah, he, you know, I mean, he was a very brilliant... Person, if you listen to any of the lyrics, he, he was the main lyricist of, um, of Rush uh, since their second album onward. Mm. And, you know, I, I would say, you know, people talk about Rush, they talk about the difficult time signatures that look like weird math equations, and they talk about, you know, the 18 minute songs and, and the uh, musical precision but really the heart and soul of Rush were the lyrics. And there are a lot of songs and lyrics that are very, uh, based in fantasy and science fiction and literature. But, uh, you know, I would say from the early eighties onward, it was very much about the human condition and about what it means to, to, to be alive and to be human. Mm. And, um, and it's, it's really, you know, worth going back and, and listening to particularly their 80s, output, 80s and 90s output. And um, you really get a sense of who Neil was. And he was also a prolific author. He wrote five or six books uh, based on his travels. Um, he, you know, while the rest of the band would fly or take a bus to different stops during a tour... Uh, first in the 80s he began bicycle riding between stops and then that uh, moved over to a motorcycle and then you know after he had some tragic losses in his life he would take these very long motorcycle journeys around the United States down to Central America Mm -hmm. down to South America Um, and he wrote about it and the books are just about his thoughts and feelings and for someone who was incredibly private. Um, His, his mind was just a wonderful thing to behold. And it's almost this cruel irony that he would die of, uh, of something that, yeah, that, that, you know, affected his brain because that's really, you know, they, his nickname in the band was the professor and, uh, you know, you can definitely see why. So, you know, let's let us uh, make this podcast a tribute to my hero since I was 12 years old, Neil Peart, someone who never wanted the fame or privilege of being in a rock band, unlike all other rock stars, and wanted to just respect others, have his privacy respected, and if anything, be respected for um, you know for his intelligence. And um, and let's continue to talk stupid bullshit
2: in <laughs>
0: about dumb movies that nobody will care about in five years.
1: Hey, you never know. Uh, that's doesn't yeah. That's that's what I wanted to hear out of, out of if you were going to speak about Rush today. It was that a, a nice tribute to to Neil. So, um, there there you have it. All right. Um. So where the hell are we with as far as. Well, we could talk about documentaries. I don't know if you've... I haven't seen any documentaries. I've only seen the Ska documentary. I've seen the Godfathers of Hardcore documentary. So I, I haven't seen oh too God. many doc, I haven't seen so many well, documentaries. Tell
0: me about the Tell me about the Ska documentary. I didn't see it.
1: Um, it was good. It was... I mean, it, it, foc- it focuses mainly on the West Coast for the most part, but they do give a lot of props to all the Ska bands around the world. Um and then they have a lot of people featured in it for who the, the director could interview at the time. Um, but it's mainly about the, the rise and fall of the, of ska in the nineties of the popular ska. Um, but they do talk about bands from the, from the East coast, West, West coast, you know, uh, they, they, they glance over a little bit of South America and in Japan and like other countries and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Not that I f- I'm not biased in the fact that I have photos in it, because um, I would have said otherwise if I, you know, if the movie was shit, I would have said so. But um, no, I liked it. I, it. it brought me back to, brought me back to that time of the '90s of going to shows and like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember seeing those flyers. I remember seeing that and seeing stuff like that cheesy MTV thing that they had with Carson Daly and like they showed parts of that. So I mean, it was a good like nostalgic trip. to uh to ska so
0: did you uh cringe at all while watching it or are you still are you still firmly firmly into the ska
1: i mean i like i i love ska but I've, i've definitely um i like other things as well i'm not strictly just ska i like a lot of other things like what like every other like name something like i like
0: no, you name something.
1: No, you. I like you know. I like the levelers. You've seen the levelers. I've I've like that oh, band, yeah. and and uh, I like Celtic folk. I like reggae. Yeah. I like punk. I like classical film scores. There's it's lots of other heavy metal. Right.
0: I just, right. Do you like anything cool? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Like
0: you know, like what what should have won? I'm going to tie this back to the category. What should have won best documentary? Seriously. Beyonce's Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. You should watch it. You should absolutely watch it. It should it should win best documentary, best music. You know, I do like a lot of music documentaries, though. So
1: it's like that's the the documentaries I usually watch are music documentaries.
0: Watch uh, Watch Homecoming and let me know what you think.
1: Maybe I'm not really the biggest Beyonce fan, though.
0: You will be. (laughs) All right. It's, it's very, it's excellent.
1: All right. So we'll skip over documentary short subject because I I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know. I have no idea who these people are or what documentaries they are.
0: No offense to any of you. No, it's just, I haven't seen any of it. So it's kind of hard. We
1: we can guess walk, run, cha-cha. Sure. That, that will win.
0: (laughs) Yeah. sounds like a good fitness video.
1: (laughs) St. Louis Superman. That sounds, that sounds good
0: so it's probably like what like some uh,
1: guy who dresses up as Superman in St. Louis and helps out children and kind of at, at, that, that's that's my snap judgment of probably um, what it is I don't know if it is
0: well I mean I was going to say it was probably like a principal of, of or you know of a district or something or a school
1: like Morgan Freeman and I lean was, on me yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me
1: best live action short film oh jeez Brotherhood, Football Club, The Neighbor's Window. Skip, skip Yeah, skip, no Best international feature film you know will be. Able no to- one cares, skip. It'll be Parasite. Um, Pain and Glory. It could be one of those.
0: Oh, it's a Pedro Amadevar movie. Oh, okay. I okay. don't know who that is. Oh, my God, Brian. You're embarrassing all of us. i don't sorry. He's I a really know. well-known director. He's done a ton of movies. What's
1: the other movies?
0: God damn it, read a book
1: book i don't know i haven't read a
0: movie version (laughs) read a book the movie version
1: i i read educate uh,
0: yourself you're embarrassing yourself i read the
1: short story of uh shawshank redemption the stephen king one like last year that was like the last thing i read
0: well you have a small child so you're forgiven uh, yeah, it
1: is. I used to read a lot, and then um are at, at least a couple books a year. <laughs> That's hey, what hey Brian,
0: look. Yeah, I feel like our energy is waning a little bit. Let's let's take some calls. Let's hey, mix it up. Hey,
1: wake up! Yeah. You guys talk about more rush.
0: Oh yeah, sure. What would you like to know?
1: Like, why do they suck?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, hang up, hang up, hang up. All right, next caller. So disrespectful. We're mourning. We're still in mourning.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so going back to that, though, Rush, uh, th- so when he stopped playing a couple years ago, did they find a, who's who's drumming for him now?
0: Well, nobody. So Rush is the three of them. So, But I, I thought I saw w- them
1: playing, though, like recently.
0: Brian, it's not Rush without the three of them. They would never, ever, ever play under the name of Rush as the three of them without the three of them. All right. Um, that's like, uh, I don't know, it's like the Beatles, you know, it's like after John Lennon died, if the Beatles got back together and, and you know, got some kind of levelers.
1: Why? Good, they're good musicians.
0: No, they're not. Move on.
1: <laughs> all right, fuck off. All right. <laughs>
0: they're not a Beatle, okay?
1: Film editing, here we go. The, the category we've all been looking forward to. Ford versus Ferrari, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker and Parasite.
0: No one ever watches a movie and is like, wow, they really cut to the next scene really well.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that's I could see it being it's the other way around. Like, whoa, well, like whoever put this together and nothing flows. That's that's the only thing it's like if, if you don't notice the editing, that's a good job. It should be, it, it almost should be like bad editing. <laughs>
0: yeah, but okay, yes, you'll notice bad editing, but those movies would never make it to the Academy Awards, right? Yeah. So so basically, the nominees are just people who are just doing their jobs, right?
2: Yeah. But it's You like, know,
0: sound editing, it's like, oh, okay, like nothing suddenly blared or sounded really horrible, but... But why, you know, that would be very amateurish if it did.
1: It should almost be like sound design. Mix the two and just do sound design. Because sometimes like like Star Wars, like those, the special effects type movies where they create sounds out of like... Then it,
0: then it should be sound effects.
1: But then it's like Michael Winslow is going to win it every year.
0: <laughs> and that's what I'm hoping for. He does um, a great robot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like craft work
2: right
0: there. Yeah. Look um, out, Michael. Special effects uh, a category, visual effects. There we go. Okay.
1: That's at the bottom. We're not you're skipping ahead here. People want to know about sound mixing and sound editing.
0: I uh, I feel like if you have visual effects, you should have sound effects. This is the whole thing is a fucking rig, man. This whole thing's every, stupid.
1: We, we pitch about this every year about sound mixing, and everyone's like, what's the difference? And it's always the same movies that win those two categories. Like, just right. merge sound, the fucking thing.
0: Sound mixing, okay, okay. Let's I will think it'll be
1: 1917 is going to win.
0: No, it won't be. It'll be Ford versus Ferrari because you've got these cars that are driving <sighs> really, really fast, revving, <laughs> they're braking, they're spinning. You know how uh,
1: long it took me to mic up those cars?
0: Yeah, or you got Michael Winslow going... <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Honk, honk. <laughs> Production design. By the way, do they honk each other during like NASCAR races? That'd be hilarious, right? Wait, what? <laughs> like, you never hear people honking each other at, in NASCAR races, but maybe they should. Like, you
1: just fucking cut me off, asshole. Hey, <laughs> that was my lane. That's the whole point maniac
0: yeah cr- you crazy maniac
1: <laughs> all right uh production
0: design oh wait why is why is ad Astra sound like isn't that does that movie take place in space I mean there's yeah. no sound in space
1: well why is Star Wars nominated for sound editing oh see they kind of mix it up this year because this year there's some different movies that weren't nominated for sound editing like ad Astra and Star Wars. Oh,
0: well, you make a great point. Yeah, It's an hmm. actual, actual so, excellent point that you should not be hearing that pew, 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 pew out in space. But yeah. Chewbacca within a spaceship would still be making his sound, which I'm sure you can mimic. Does do say, it. Do it.
1: What? Chewbacca?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I knew you could do it. I love you, Brian. I love you. We are now friends.
1: Sure. Um. Let's see. Production design. Let's do that now. I think 1917 is going to win the sound stuff. Sure. It's war movie, explosions and shit.
0: Hey, Jojo Rabbit's a war movie. It's just the the next war movie. It's like World War One, you know, part two.
1: Sure. All right. That's your choice. Irishman, you Jojo Rabbit. II, do you
0: think World War Two is the first sequel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, wait, so what's the prequel to World War One?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. It's the the fucking Spanish War of Independence, I don't know. But World War 2, it's the first time that there was ever like a Roman numeral 2 after something. You know, it was like it's like the first sequel.
1: It, sure. I guess, I don't know. I think you're that's still too highbrow for me, I think.
0: Okay. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: Production design, Irishman. Jojo Rabbit, 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. I, I think probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think. just Probably how much they had to fix up Los Angeles.
0: The only thing I'm voting for is that they don't waste time during the Academy Awards to read this. This should be one of those commercial break ones.
1: Yeah. While you were taking a piss, the Irishman <laughs> won for production design. Good. Right. Irishman Irishmen Irishman filmed in my birth my birth town of Suffering, New York. True story. A lot of movies are being filmed there lately. I don't know why. Because it still looks like from the nineteen fifties, I guess.
0: Well, that's really sad. Okay, next.
1: Okay, here's my category. Original score. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Nineteen Seventeen Star Wars. I love John Williams. I it's it's good that he's he's like the most nominated person of all time, but he's only won only like seven or eight times i think um i would love for 1917 thomas newman to win but i have a feeling joker will win because it's a female uh composer hildor hildor i can't even pronounce her last name she's from iceland um,
0: uh, are you racist against I- Icelanders? no i don't know
1: how to fucking pronounce names
0: <laughs> i think you should correct the person and learn how to pronounce their name
1: her, her, Hild, Hild, i can say her first name hildor are you sure? I think I. I, I that's like Hildor? Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> um, her score was really like very eerie, and it kind of felt. It's not a score I would go back to listen to though, uh, separately. It, it fit the movie well, so I, I see, I can see her winning or nineteen seventeen, and then so
0: <laughs> Marriage Story was Randy Newman. Um, <laughs> I could do Randy Newman's voice too. <laughs> No one
1: asked that. Uh, 1917 is Thomas Newman. Are they related? Yes. Um, I believe they're cousins, I think, because there was Alfred Newman, who was the big composer from the old... No, that's the guy from Mad Magazine, right? No, that's Alfred E. Newman, and it's spelled differently. Um, There was Alfred Newman, and then there was... And I think Thomas might be Alfred's son... And then Randy might be a cousin, because then there's David Newman, and then some other Newmans. Uh, like so a,
0: like, a, like during family reunions, they just get together and just like compare, hum shit.
1: Com, compare notes of liner <laughs> notes, and hey, you did that one. Oh, cool. Do you know this celloist? <laughs> Do
0: you know this celloist? That's actually really funny. They just like hum cello lines.
1: And Randy Again. Newman's like and they I, get really. I dramatic. just play the piano. Alright, original song I can't le- I can't let you throw yourself away. Toy Storm Toy Story Four. Rocket Man. I didn't like that movie. I don't know. It was kind of I kind of wanted it to not be like a slash musical in a way. Have you seen Rocket Man? I haven't. It was like the guy that played him was he did a great job, but it kinda of threw me out because uh, threw me off because he was singing just as him and not as like, they didn't use Elton John's music. So it kind of like, it was good that, Oh, he can sing, but it kind of threw me off. Cause like, I want to hear Elton John sing and th- those songs. So I wish he kind of just a limp synced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of had that. So it was kind of, it would be good if he was in a play and did rocket man. Um, cause at least he can sing and perform frozen mm-hmm. too. I bet you're rooting for that one.
0: Um, I haven't seen it. I and to Chris, be honest, I was, and no, Connors. it's what now?
1: Chris, Kristen, and Connor saw it. I'm like, yeah, you guys can go without me. <laughs> I don't like uh, Andina Mazzal. I don't like her. I think she's a little bit over the top. Uh, I don't like her singing style. So okay,
0: well, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. I know. You could you could like or dislike whomever you want. Because she was in
1: Wicked, right? So it was like, and, it was, and that one commercial they would play it at least every half hour and I was just just busting out of songs and I was like Jesus tone it down lady
0: don't tell don't tell a woman to shush okay
1: <laughs> well when I hear it every half hour and it's loud at like 7 o'clock in the morning I'm trying to watch like today show or something and they keep playing like the wicked commercial I'm just ignoring the fact that you're calling me a sexist racist <laughs> and just moving on <laughs>
2: <laughs> and an anti semite. <anti-temporary laughs> right, okay.
1: Just add yeah, I'm j i am yeah oh oh so okay, still, you
0: called me a friend, okay. Oh
1: sorry, I said the I F-word. did not
0: agree to that.
1: Just because my name is German doesn't mean
0: <laughs> Oh my my name's German too. Yeah. Kuzar. I'm, Kuzar. It means one to Kuz
1: And there's Krempko, Germany, so it's there's a little I
0: that was I thought that was Poland, isn't that the capital of Poland?
1: No, there's a little there's a little village town, and I think it's like an hour and a half from like Berlin, and it's like this I like, guess like the size of like I don't know a Burger King store probably. But
0: <laughs> all right, well hopefully we bombed the shit out of it fifty years ago. <laughs> no, I, I would
1: like I still would like to go there. But anyway, moving on to makeup and hair, bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, and 1917. Hmm, I think it will probably be Judy or something. I think you just don't care. I think you just want this podcast over at this point. We're, we're almost um, to the we're almost to the finish line. we got two you know, more the, categories. The, the, this podcast it, it kind of feels
0: like watching The Irishman, you know? Like it starts <laughs> off pretty bit, interesting and then it just, you know, it's like all right, you know what? I I dedicated time to this, I'm gonna get through it. <laughs>
1: Well, we're gonna maybe, give we're, we're gonna get some, some stickers to someone the if they if they can get to the <laughs> no end problem. of it. I'll send you some stickers of. Yeah, they re-junk. deserve
0: more than stickers. Give them back their time, man. Like go to their house and do their laundry. Give them back their time.
1: I have enough laundry to do by myself, <laughs> and I gotta fucking pay for it too. I got to go to the bank egg twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I have another forty dollars in quarters, please?
0: You got, you got to give these poor people back their time. You got to, you know, write their school essay. You got to do their spreadsheets for them. You got to do their laundry. Give them back their time. Maybe Brian.
1: there's so some cinephiles that long. like punk and ska music that like the site and want to hear us bitch and talk about movies. And that's anyone kinda...
0: who knows movies would listen to this and be like, oh my god these people need to stop talking about movies. Well,
1: then they can have the option of turning it off as long as they, as long as they listen for a little bit, that's fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I'll be happy. Uh, if, no, dis- no disrespect to you, Brian. I no, mean, you're doing an incredible job.
1: I've, I've, I started out doing a podcast like two years ago and, and, you know I, I feel like it's doing one or two it a was month very, that's fine
0: it was so brave of you I yeah. mean not everybody who has a laptop with a microphone can just record themselves talking
2: yeah that I try was to...
0: so courageous you're really giving back
1: I am yeah it's I, I used to have a so, college well, radio show it's it's, it's just it's another... Relive your, your teens. That's awesome. In a way, I like doing this more than our website these days. I mean, my website, because oh, you haven't done shit for it. You kind of retired.
0: Yeah, you know, I. It, it's like, why mess with perfection? I yeah, wrote a couple know. of good top 10 lists. I wrote an article or two. Um, that I, I still get hate opinion. mail for. <laughs> you know, I've noticed that your most popular uh most popular articles tend to be an Adam Kuzer original, not to brag, but I'm a genius. And that stands the test of time.
1: Well, there's a certain website out there that I won't name that does kind of satire. And we kind of did that like 20, 15, 10 years ago. and, and Hard now- times. Hard times. I didn't say it (laughs) and we kind of, they're they're good. They're funny. They are. They actually
0: have, they actually have articles about rush. Whereas you refused to let me put anything about rush on the site. And that's why I quit.
1: No, the last, the last time I wrote something about rush, I did it for your birthday and it was all about just making fun of their covers. And then I gave them your email address to send the hate mail. And then it went on Google and that's when the fun began and everyone writing to you. For, for your birthday of why did you write this article?
0: Oh, right. That's when I had to change my email and phone number. Yeah. Hey.
1: Sorry about that. Right.
0: Are we? Uh, what do we got left here?
1: We got costume design and visual effects. So I will say costume design. <laughs> I'm just going to prolong this and see how long we can go.
0: <laughs> this is really a test of stamina here. Hey, I mean, these, we're close people got to people gotta earn
1: those stickers, man.
0: Hey, you know, for, for you listeners, this is not a race. This is a marathon. I'm We've only going to give stickers to, to one person. To the
1: time. first person that writes me at brian at com and says... Can you, the up word, it?
0: Can you up it a bit? Is there something better than stickers? Something better than...
1: Something I have that, I have some vinyl that I don't have a, 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 record, a record player. player. Yeah. yeah, I got the, the AgroLites new album if, it, if they, someone wants that.
0: Oh, that's great. Do you have a flat tire you could give somebody? Anything else that's totally useless?
1: (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) This is, you can send hate mail to Adam at... (laughs) No. All right. Listen, visual effects. Last one. Okay. You think Avengers, Irishman, 1917 Lion King, or Star Wars will win? This is a tough one because I think Avengers and Star Wars were pretty good at visual effects.
0: All of these movies made a bazillion dollars. They should give me money. Fuck them. Is that Whoever your, wins should give me money. Is that That's your
1: final answer?
0: Yes. Whoever <laughs> wins should give me money.
1: Well, all right. I think we're down to the list now. Okay, so we're done.
0: So, all right, so what did we decide on? Like, Were there any good movies this year? Yeah,
1: 1917. Uh uh-huh. um, The Joker was a good movie. I want. Uh-huh. I really want to watch it again a few times, or maybe it's like maybe one other time. But I don't Very know. I take
2: But okay.
1: Yeah, maybe like yeah. Besides, besides nineteen seventeen, maybe The Irishman. I, I the first half of it. That I saw, I liked.
0: one third of the Irishman? Okay, so Uh, it's. Once Upon a Time in
1: Hollywood was okay enough, but I don't think it deserves all the nominations it's getting.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, 2019 was 1917, Joker, one third of the Irishman, (laughs) and maybe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, kinda. Okay, you heard it from us.
1: I, I would have. No, I would have liked to have seen Knives Out nominated more. The Lighthouse would should have been nominated for a few other awards. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies, but I really can't.
0: Okay. So so 2019 also had Dolomite as my name, which right. I thought was fantastic. I haven't seen it, so but yeah. Oh. I haven't
1: right. seen it, but I Prepare. love it. I, 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 Prepare
0: for this conversation.
1: <laughs> I just saw Zombie Land Double Tap. That was pretty fun.
0: Oh yeah, big snub. Big snub.
1: <laughs> they did do a single take in that. It was kind of an impressive uh, fight scene that they had.
0: <laughs> well, good on them.
1: Um, it chapter two. I, what,
0: I, what else? What else are you upset about, Detective Pikachu?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't give a fuck about that. No, I saw Giant and Silent Bob reboot. That was a pile of shit.
0: Yeah, I mean Kevin Smith has really not. Done anything notable in twenty years? It's good that I he's alive.
1: Him. Yeah, it's good that he's alive. He survived, but the movie was.
0: I love good. his Facebook posts. I I'm very warm toward him. I feel like he and I would have a hilarious time just hanging out, maybe
2: cry you know, over walk every walk movie. Along
0: the beach. <laughs> but you know, he's you know he, like God bless him. God bless him. Did All you I see the say.
1: Did you see the dead don't die?
0: I did. Yeah. Um, I, I love Jim Jarmish
1: but it was Brian, kind of weird no
0: stop, stop, stop what I'm sh- you've never seen another Jim Jarmish movie I'm sure
1: no <laughs> see
0: yeah you you're not a film buff. You're not a film guy, Brian. You like movies. I'm a
1: I'm a different. I like. It depends, though. I mean, I like. I do like some smaller, independent types. I just. I thought it would have been funnier. It just the movie. Brian, kind of, I like. He, I like Bill Murray and Adam Driver, and their kind of dry dryness to all the zombie stuff and what was happening. But I thought it could have been better the way that they did it.
0: Because he because you don't know Jim Jarmet. Like that movie was hilarious in the sense that it was a Jim Jarmusch. It's like Jim Jarmusch trying to do this kind of movie and that's why it's good. But you, you need that background. It didn't, go, it
1: didn't go anywhere. All of a sudden it just stops.
0: Yeah. It's Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch movies. I like parts anywhere. of
1: it. I just didn't like the whole all entire movie.
0: And Jim Jarmusch was the original indie movie film director. I mean, there were, there was no such thing as independent film before Jim Jarmusch pretty much. look, I respect you. Wait, no, let me rephrase. I like you, but, (laughs) but you're,
1: I don't know. We've only known each other for like 20 something years.
0: (laughs) Anyway, um, I would say, so in terms of snubs, uh, Dolomite is my name. I thought it was awesome. Great. It was like, and it's such a good return to form. Freddie Murphy getting him back into things. He was so yeah. good; loved it. I,
1: I can't wait to see when, if he does a stand-up because he was talking about it. So we'll see if that happens.
0: Um, I thought Midsummer was was a really cool movie. Very cool, dark indie movie. Very unique. Very kind of unique voice. Sort of like some
1: female directors got snubbed. Uh, Gre- yeah, Greta yeah. Gerwig or whatever her name is from Little. You should
0: know. Pe- don't say whatever her name is. Learn people's names.
1: Greta Gerwig. You only have
0: problems. You only have problems with female people. No, I.
1: You've seen. I've had problems with multiple people's names.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you know, Detective Pikachu, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know you had Ryan Reynolds the voice of Pikachu which w- makes sense question mark i don't know
1: what movies are you looking forward to this year
0: i don't know well, give me give me some examples um
1: i'm sure i'm sure the marvel movies coming out do you like any of the marvel movies
0: no nah, they're all crap
1: i'm sure there's a new a new uh, transformers movie you like you like those kind of movies <laughs> you know
0: it what i mean like there's so much more they can say about those
1: movies oh right. wonder woman looked pretty good the, mm. the, the trailer for no time to die james bond yeah.
0: top gun
1: sequel Mulan. Yes.
0: no the new
1: christopher nolan movie would look good tenet kind of no. conf- confusing no quiet no. place
0: i'm tired things. of getting a headache from christopher nolan movies and I'm tired of these live action Disney movies. Yeah. not making money off the same properties.
1: Yeah. Come up with the original shit. Quiet Place 2 looked pretty good. I like the no, first one. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it did. Onward, Pixar movie. No. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, or the third one's coming out.
0: Okay. I'll give you that.
1: Okay. Uh, Jungle Cruise. Ghostbusters. Hmm. Pass. Coming to I'm America too. The first one, oh. or the second one, yeah, that's coming out.
0: You know, coming to America. What I like about the movie is that it was it took place in Queens, and as um, all fans of Adam Kuzer know, I am from Queens, Queens, New York. There, you know, thus my very strong Queens accent. Yeah, and I like all movies that that take place in Queens.
1: West Side Story does that take place in Queens? No, that, that takes comes
0: out. place in, in Washington Heights.
1: Okay. Well, that's coming out too. I guess Spielberg's doing that one.
0: Well you know, hence west side story, on the west no, side
1: I, maybe it's west side of Queens.
0: <laughs> that's not a thing, Brian. That's not a thing. The west side of Queens is basically the west side of Long Island. Geographically it's the same island.
1: There it could be it could be could be a route Ridgewood because I am on the west side of Ridgewood and there's an east side east of the train tracks.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Ooh, there's a new Scooby-Doo movie coming out. That's got to be good.
0: <sighs> Are we
1: done? Yeah, we're done. I think we exhausted all possibilities. Whoever made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations! You have one stickers. If you email me and say the the special word, we'll say we'll say Goldblum. Just mention Goldblum, and I'll say the special Goldblum.
0: word is is Rush.
1: Rush. Rush and Goldblum. Not, not, if not listen, Blooms
0: If people listened halfway and they heard the the safe word as Bloom, then they would know that they're wrong. And if they ended there, then they're getting their stickers for naught, or they're uh, they're cheating. okay, because now is when we're saying that the real safe word is rush
1: is rush. All and
0: right, we'll go I, if there's any takeaway from this podcast
1: is that Adam talks like an NPR host
0: well, Thank you. I appreciate that. But also that every
1: deep cuts with Adam.
0: Are are you saying that I have a sleepy monotone?
1: You kind of have like a Todd Berry. (laughs) Wow. My name's Adam (laughs) Koozer. You know, And I, I, I got a nasally voice too. So I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't have a face for radio. I just have a face. Face to look at, because I'm attractive. That's what I'm saying.
1: All right, we'll leave it on that down note. <laughs> All right, buddy.
2: This right, was, I love this, you, was Brian.
1: this was fun. I, I anyone who made it to the end, congratulations. <sighs> we'll have some more new episodes. Oh, I wasted my whole
0: Saturday. No, oh, you sure. didn't. It's raining oh, and it's shit. disgusting. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: I'm gonna it's go watch. I'm gonna go watch some movies and yeah
0: yeah watch some watch some movie watch taxi driver god damn you, you talk, watch you're talking taxi to me driver.
1: all right that's <laughs> not. right we're ending this all right goodbye everybody now.
0: love you bye love you all listen to rush bye don't, don't listen to rush all right bye.